0: Hey, everybody, it's Drew from Sleep With Me, and believe it or not, I'm live here uh, from Golden Gate Park, recorded live, uh, and I've got a little announcement. We're teaming up with a podcast app called Spoke to give you two exclusive episodes. Spoke is a new audio platform made by SiriusXM that creates podcast playlists to help you find new shows to listen to. The Spoke team handpicks the best moments from tons of podcasts and creates playlists of clips so you can try a bunch of shows out and find something new to love. Each playlist has its own topic or theme. You could try out the Music Dakota playlist with clips all about unpacking and analyzing music, uh, or Slice of Life, which is all about the crazy or incredible things that happen to everyday people. Also, Spoke has fun, exclusive content from Farrell. And that's why I'm here live at Golden Gate Park. I just concluded uh, recording one of these episodes that's only going to be available exclusively on Spoke. I'm lying here in the grass. Uh, You definitely do not want to miss these special episodes. Download Spoke now. It's free in the App Store or on Google Play. And be sure to check out all of Sleep With Me's exclusive Spoke episodes. You can find them all at Spoke.com. Slash sleep with me. That's spoke.com slash sleep with me. Check it out. uh, And I'll see you in Golden Gate Park at Stowe Lake. Bye.
1: Guys, I want to tell you about a great sponsor I have. Bompus. They're premium high performance athletic socks. And they're so comfortable. You're never going to want to take them off. And because socks are the number one requested item in homeless shelters for every pair of socks purchased, Bompas donates one pair of those to those in need. Almost one million pairs donated to date. 15% off the first purchase of four or more socks, plus free shipping. So go to getbompus.com feral and buy some comfortable socks.
0: Feral Audio.
1: Welcome to Conversations with Matt and an awkward beginning to my intro. I keep trying to record my intro. This is like the fifth attempt. I have allergies, and so I'll end up coughing or sneezing or making some horrible sniffling sound, uh, which I'm trying not to do, but eventually I'm just going to have to pick one of these intros and get to it. Anyway, welcome to my show. Uh, If you're a first-time listener, the show is a very loose conversation I have with uh, often a... Uh, legendary artist, musician, uh, writer, I, I guess that also was implied in our uh, artist. Anyway, uh, or sometimes they're younger artists, but, uh, or creative people, but trust me, I know what I'm doing, they'll be legendary as well. So you'll, you're getting in on the glou- ground floor of some of that stuff. Um, I'm very excited about today's episode. Uh, if you're a regular listener, you know I have Jerry Stahl, author of Permanent Midnight, I Fatty, uh, and... Uh, many other great books he's a reoccurring guest on here he usually comes on every month or two months and uh guides me gives me advice or we just bullshit and have a good time today he's on to discuss his uh new book og dad uh it's a really great book i've been uh reading it and it's uh it's you know if you haven't read jerry Stahl, he's goddamn brilliant and i would go as far as to say genius as the authors go and so, check out this book. It's really incredible and funny and uh insightful and you know Jerry's one of those guys who just bears it all and let's and that's uh it's uh you know that's my favorite kind of writer uh also, I break some news on the show that is life changing and uh i you know I wanted to see how Jerry would respond to it and advise me and tell me some things about it, so I'm not going to talk about a lot of my life in the intro like I usually do because I talk about it a lot in this episode. Uh, Real quick, if you could do me a favor, though, if you could go to the Feral Audio website, go to the Conversations with Matt Dwyer page, use my Amazon link, put that in your toolbar, use that for when you buy things in the world, like uh, diapers or food or movies, and we get a kickback at Feral Audio. We get a small percentage of that money, but it helps keep uh, lights on and wires purchased so things can be recorded or you could just donate directly, just donate some money. Go to my website, the themattdwire.com, and, uh, you know, you can find stuff there, you know, my Twitter feed and whatnot, and follow me. All right, uh, I'm not going to waste any more of your time. Let's get into this great conversation with Jerry Stoltz. So I have some news I wanted to share with you before we get started. Uh, And it's funny because you asked about it, but Kelly and I are already expecting.
2: That's why you got married. No. Shotgun wedding.
1: (laughs) Yeah, her dad's in Wisconsin. Rumor was he was going to fly. No, we found out, I found out like, uh, I think I knocked her up, though, before we did So you're the dad? uh, Fingers crossed. Congrats, man. (laughs) That's really wonderful. We've talked about death so much on the show that maybe we could
2: have a little birth. Birth is a kind of death, it is. because <laughs> the life you've had, yeah. it's dead. It is. You are no longer you,
1: really. It's only, I've only... I th- you now live to serve. That is exactly, I mean, that's how I... Hence, hence the subject, and yeah. Then, yeah, and this goes perfectly with your new book. When does this Jerry Stahl OG dad come out, by the way?
2: I'm glad you didn't say drop. Drop. When's a lot of, gonna- kids, <laughs> lot of the kids say, when's that going to drop? A lot of the kids who are like 40 and 50 say that uh, uh it comes out oh mid-april
1: mid-april are you yeah.
2: uh are you excited about this sure yeah
1: i'm glad i get
2: uh i get i cl- do you have an advanced copy there
1: i have an adv- and do, do i have like an advanced interview on this or have you done other press for it
2: i have done no press for it no nope Wait, is this working okay, stop touching there. my face sorry <laughs> What was that? It's so handsome. I was just making sure I my hand fluttered out in front of me like a little seabird lost <laughs> and I get, touched me.
1: I had a couple episodes lost and I I'm so now I'm That's in... right. We
2: lose we lose episodes now. We just like talk to the wind.
1: Yeah, and I don't, I don't want to Well, the one episode the best
2: l- one we ever did was lost, wasn't it? You were we laughing lost... your ass off.
1: We lost two? No, no. The Jesus. first one we did, I, I definitely was great and we got that. The third one the the wire was a little hinky so it would go mm. in, so I lost chunks of it. Did
2: you air the chunks you had?
1: Yes, I did. How'd it go? Very well. Very, you, people like matter.
2: our like our disconnected. I because
1: I told a friend and a listener that uh, I was going to tell you that uh, Kelly was pregnant on on the podcast, and he's like, "Oh, but he was like for," well, he was just like,
2: "How do you think Jerry's gonna?" He's like, "I can't." I'm, wait to- I'm vicariously thrilled for you. Uh, are you excited yourself? You look like you're about to cry, cry and vomit <laughs> at the same time. It was. Uh, it was. Was it planned?
1: No. I mean, we once we got up to San Francisco for our She's wedding been
2: poking holes in your condoms for years. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah.
1: I've never seen her so happy with a baby insider.
2: Are you serious?
1: She's out of her. Out so is she
2: pregnant know. or did you just shove a baby inside? Her? I just Which feet is it? first. Feet I put first. It. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> she. Uh, yeah. We when we went uh, got married up in San Francisco. I was kind of like, well, where things land, they land and they landed pretty. Cool. And I kind of thought maybe shit didn't work down there. I thought maybe the balls were empty.
2: That's a beautiful image. Let's just with that. Do you want to repeat that for your, for your fans?
1: Yeah. Uh, the balls, I thought the balls were empty.
2: You thought you had some hollow balls.
1: I did. I,
2: uh, do you, so do you feel a little light down there? Do you feel like you're not, you're not holding your weight? I just, I had a lot of unprotected sex in my life. And uh, I had a... That does not mean they don't refill. <laughs> it's not like a finite amount. I think, I think the... Uh, you know, it's like a self filling tank
1: i just i never had a i never had a pregnancy scare i've never
2: seen you brag before you've had a lot of unprotected <laughs> sex good for good for you buddy i know
1: I, especially good in the you. 90s at the probably the era that you shouldn't be that was like you know the height of AIDS scare yeah but
2: you gave up men like late 80s right late 80s so well yeah i got financially yeah, stable you actually you were there yeah, you, yeah. Were, you were turning tricks till in, I the, didn't, in the dark in the dark days yeah
1: though. i didn't need to work anymore
2: good good for you man
1: yeah that's uh, i i got i went and got it's the little things
2: Yeah, but when you 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 got out of the life is what you are saying. I got out of the life. Yeah.
1: How many kids do you have?
2: Eleven. Eleven. (laughs) No, I have two. Uh, Actually, it's my older daughter's birthday today. Oh, is it? Happy birthday, older daughter. Same day as Cesar Chavez. We planned it like that. Didn't you? As you should. That's a
1: great man to honor. Mm. Uh, May I ask how old she is? Twenty-six. Oh wow.
2: Twenty-six. And the newer baby. We'll be three on May 15th. Is that just flying by? I'm already dead. <laughs> I essentially feel like I've died. I'm here in some holographic, holographic, hologrammic, y- y- hologrammatical. Yeah. Hol- hologrammatical, I think is. Yeah, I think so. Like your balls. I'm just hollow. <laughs> I'm a hollow man. It's a TSLA reference for those in the audience, the hollow man.
1: Uh, the, 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 the amount of thoughts that have gone through my head. It's scary, right? Yeah, cause it, I mean, like I think I'll be good at it, but there's, there's that uh, good at being a father, uh, but my father, like, and like I've been having memories of my. Uh as we already know, weird. I was thinking well,
2: about. So you're not going to be bouncing guns off your forehead like <laughs> that Your dad did, right?
1: No, no. I made a similar comment to a friend. I was like, I guess I should buy a gun, right? And he was like,
2: Oh, like it was too. That much. was your first thought. Pregnant by a gun. Pregnant by a gun. But like yeah. my
1: advice, my and I posted this on uh, the other day. But my advice. Where, where
2: did you post? Where are you posting?
1: Oh, I posted this on Facebook because it was just. Uh, oh, it was too long. But I've never Facebooked really. I admire. I, d- I use it because it's great. to. I can I try- actually.
2: I tried, and it's just it's creepy. But anyway, go ahead. Oh, it's
1: terribly creepy. But I've h- it's helped me get guests, like I've been able to reach out no, to. No, I should days.
2: do that so I could get guests. Yeah. Just have some guests Just over. for cocktails and, and sure. hors d'oeuvres? Yeah, right. <laughs> Anchovies and snacks. But
1: three pieces of advice my dad gave to me as a child. As a child was, number one was, uh, do unto others before they do unto you. Nice it's guys. Very
2: Matt Helm. <laughs> is that who's, I don't know. He is a detective played by Dean Martin in a variety of movies.
1: Oh, I want, maybe that's where he got it from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice guys finish last. And the third piece of advice he gave me, and this is like seriously, and I'm so like. He's
2: like yeah. a cornball noir cliche machine. <laughs> nice guys finish last. <laughs>
1: but he meant it too. That's the, uh, also so the, Look
2: how he finished. It,
1: yeah, last.
2: Well, he's the first to go.
1: Yeah. So I guess he was. And the, the other one was if you ever steal something, make sure you steal big. Don't nickel and dime it because you don't want to go to jail for something small.
2: And what did he do for a living?
1: Uh, drove an asphalt truck.
2: So he clearly knew <laughs> knew his way around the world of crime.
1: Yeah, I just, but like I was, and even as a kid, I was kind of like, what the fuck kind of,
2: it? like how, 20, old, how old were you when he was like busting out this? W- wisdom? Did he watch a lot of movies? It's uh, that's, that's very noir. His favorite
1: film was Treasure of Madre. Yeah. Okay. Big John Wayne fan also ronald reagan uh, presidential he cried when reagan got shot which uh, uh, he was a republican which i think is incredibly odd for a blue collar guy that especially in the 70s and stuff when it was a dip, you know now they sort of pretend well, to have that's, interest well, in well that's well that's when the you know
2: when the anti hippies started growing their hair yeah and going right wing and patriotic before your time
1: uh, yeah, and he was, was
2: just a contrarian.
1: My my dad or uh, Reagan.
2: Reagan was not a contrarian. He was a puppet. But you it sounds like had a dad who was like, yeah, I'm blue collar. I'm gonna be a Republican. Sure.
1: Yeah, I don't think he knew it. I think he just he bought into that mystique
2: of well, was if, you know, if you're gonna steal, steal big. That's definitely <laughs> something that Republicans, I think, that's, would probably yeah. you know agree to very much. And the Repo- it's
1: amazing to me that the Republicans still have any legs. With uh, this shit in Indiana and... Big uh, fat legs. Big Ted Cruz. Ted, Cru- Ted Cruz, I heard, can't even really run for president. That he's uh, he's Canadian. So this is just... Eye- Have you seen his eyebrows? They're beautiful.
2: This is like Liza Minnelli. He's gorgeous. He is... Maybe that's... He's, he's very, very... Well, just well coiffed in the brow department.
1: So is he just... I think he's just...
2: He's, uh, like, uh, he's like... When you see somebody... You know, you, you'll just be walking in a store and you see some guy, you're like, oh, I see. You know, he performs in drag on the weekends. You can tell... <laughs> You know, you can tell by those beautiful eyebrows. Ted, I don't know if he leg waxes, but or if he even has to.
1: But, he might not, yeah. Yeah. So maybe he does drag. I mean, it wouldn't be shocking for a no, Republican to have that
2: dark secret life. No, no, no. I know he wears a body stocking, apparently, under his clothes. To, to what? To keep slender looking? You know, it, 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 it's, it's like the old Playtex living girdle. It gets rid of midriff bulge.
1: <laughs> that's, uh, I wonder how, that's probably a popular thing with the politicians.
2: Oh, sure. A man girdle? Of course. Yeah. Although he is also into adult diaper play. Really? I was very proud. You know, once in a while I checked my Twitter and somebody from like the adult diaper play association, adult baby play, a- a legit like, like we're, we're having a convention. We're going to start by watching Jerry Stahl's episode of like, you know, adult ba- king baby from CSI because that was a big grown man in a diaper episode.
1: Were you the guy in the diaper or were you just a t- No, I'm you not were an detect- actor.
2: I, I wrote it. I don't. Uh, I don't but actually appear made, in those.
1: Didn't you play a detective in something?
0: You Whatever I
2: might have done or not done, I've never done it in a diaper <laughs> since I was very, very young. That's coming up. I mean, I'm. I see adult. I, I just hope that I'm. You know, my daughter's out of diapers before I'm in them. If that's what you're asking. Yeah. Well, that's not what I was asking. No.
1: There was a. Oh, do you think Ted Cruz is kind of a distraction? Like I feel like he's they're like put Ted Cruz out there people they'll be like because all I see is like uh, you think he's bait. I think he's to make Jeb Bush look less right wing and well, Jeb crazy. Bush
2: just backed the Indiana governor's move well, that's good so he's clearly in pander mode but or not you know they're all freaks
1: yeah I had a friend this actually a woman who was a guest on my book and she or a guest my, your she, book? she had a book <laughs> what was her book uh, 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 living in boots. It's uh, living in boot. What the fuck is it called? Living in bootstraps America. Uh, it's all about how she lived in poverty. It's kind of like you know the like book. like nickel and Dimes? It's like that, Barbara but she Aaron actually yeah. she and uh, Barbara did the
2: intro. But that's great. this woman actually lived that's, it. That's very admirable. Yeah, this woman voluntarily actually, or because she had to. No, she was in poverty. Barbara kind of like you know tourists put a- on in there, but God bless her, you know. Uh, yeah, this I woman- call her Barbara, having never met her. <laughs> I think you guys would be good friends, even though I've never met Barbara either. I doubt it. Okay, yeah. I don't think she would respect me, but maybe. I, well, then I don't like Barbara. Well, who knows? My alliance we're lies al- with you. Well, all projecting. It has nothing to do with other people. Did, did
1: none of that dealt with reality whatsoever? Nah, well, that Not was, well. like,
2: I'd like to retract all of that. <laughs> you know, it's like if you haven't cured your neuroses, you basically just turn the world, like I'll just turn the world into my mother, then be shamed and creeped and react that way. And then it's like, wow, people treat you that way, and they took the cue.
1: Oh, good. That's
2: good. So that's uh, Barbara has already like, turned on I me, and I've never even met her.
1: She, yeah, well.
2: That, was, she, a, that was a very odd and kind of self, unnecessarily self-lacerating <laughs> digression. Um, it's sort of like, I always think of that when I'm around you, because until I sort of casually advised you to not say sent by my mommy <laughs> on all your emails, which just creeped me down to my toes. It's like, this guy is a grown-ass man. <laughs> And every time I get a fucking email, it's like sent by my mommy. Like, what? I mean, I get it. Like Depp would send emails it's like sent from my clown suit or people send from this. But sent by my mommy. It was just like, is that even humor? or Is that like a cry for help? Uh, it wasn't a cry for help. I don't know what it was. It was
1: just a spontaneous choice or maybe that. But then maybe it wasn't. Maybe there's some deep seated Freudian anything nonsense. Really in a it?
2: Spontaneous choice. Really? True. I don't. Maybe it's not. Of all the things you could have said.
1: That's true. I've been thinking about uh I haven't told my mom
2: that we're pregnant. I don't I don't I like it's we're pregnant. I love that. You're big as a house. Want some pickles and ice cream? What I do you mean?
1: That's what I Because Kelly, Kelly researches everything and she said that there can be some men have mm-hmm. sympathy uh like go through sympathy emotions Sure, like, yeah, like yeah. nausea absolutely, and all
2: that. yeah. I actually um I spotted. <laughs> I mean my milk if I didn't if I didn't pump, you, you sp- it would come right through my, my shirts.
1: See, that shows that you're really in there with your wife and child. You really want to be a
2: part of it. Either that or I have some glandular hormonal
1: that's difficulties that just weird. Can men actually have. Does, has that ever been hap- noted? Men. If you men, have enough money, anything, anything can happen. Can happen. Uh, so, so do you think Jeb Bush has a shot at this fucking bullshit? Shut Fuck Jeb Bush. Now tell
2: me about your. I talk about Jeb Bush. What the fuck do I care about Jeb Bush? They're all fucking. Coke, they are coke finance geeks. Um, what are you going to do about being a father? That's what I want to know.
1: Uh, well, there's uh, there's a lot of complications. Are you looking?
2: There's some complications already. There's complications. Well, not with
1: the n- nothing health wise. Nothing. Have health- you had all the tests? Uh, yeah. I she had one ultrasound, but it's still like it's pretty small. We're going tomorrow, and then next week is the. Well, I know it's not
2: even a lima bean at this point. I,
1: yeah, I think. Uh, I don't know, Kelly always gives me updates. We are somewhere in She's really pee- wearing
2: the pants in this pregnancy.
1: Oh yeah. I'm I'm I've gi- I'm given up. I'm, I mean not given up. That's a, no, a rough
2: <laughs> But it's like I'm you know
1: she what she needs is more important than anything.
2: Oh, that's very nice, yeah. I. my my, my situation was kind of terrifying because I had just found out my girlfriend, now wife at the time was pregnant and then a hot minute later, I start this trial drug program at Cedars where they basic, basically tell me that if a drop of my sweat while I'm on this non-FDA approved medication touches her skin, the baby will essentially be born with like a three-day beard and dorsal fins, you know. <laughs> so, it was a terrifying. That is terrifying. It was Yeah, I was a mutagenic, two-legged, freak-making machine until, you know, so she had to go to Austin. I couldn't be around her. She went to Austin. No point in me going to Austin. I don't know anybody there, but she had family there. Yeah, that
1: makes more sense.
2: But it was, it was rough.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, you want to
2: hold your life and... Well, not if you're going to mutate the baby. Not if you... Yeah. That's a tough trade-off, but, you know.
1: That's a Nora Dunn novel.
2: Is it Nora Dunn? Geek, Geek Love? Love? Yeah. yeah, I suppose it is.
1: I... Uh, yeah, the the one thing that has me really freaked out is the the bar that I work at may potentially be closing in two months. So
2: you're going to be broke when the baby's born. They don't eat much.
1: No, they don't need. I, you know, what, do you have, you just, do you have you any could, insurance? Uh, thank the health insurance. We're fine with that. We're fine. And how did that happen? Uh, Obamacare. Yeah, and but California, the state of California, really stepped up, and because ours is California-based. Really. Yeah, and I just there's that I have to finish reading it. That's the story of my life. But in the Economist, they wrote an article saying. And that's not a liberal rag whatsoever. No, no, it's pretty right wing. But they have claimed that Obamacare is showing signs of working, and that it potentially could save the United States one point one trillion dollars. And that's well, the Let's economist. hope Ted
2: Cruz gets elected because in his first minute yeah. of office, he's going to repeal it.
1: Yeah, that would, be, and then th- that means people die. I mean, that's and if
2: you're well, not rich; you deserve to die, man. That's Get true. Your shit together.
1: <laughs> you're right. I'm not an active. I'm not a proper member of society. I don't. I don't. I don't have. I'm not a real person.
2: Well, that has nothing to do with politics. It's just issues you have <laughs> you, with your manhood. Do, do you feel like My more of, balls. No, Do you feel like more of a man now that you've, uh, you know, you know, I created. You, you had a little swagger when you walked in.
0: Well, well,
1: thank you for noticing. I feel like you know, yeah, I am a like I'm today. I'm you a, are a man today. I'm a man, and I have to, de- you know,
2: you're a grown ass man. So you got rid of the mommy shit on your phone, on your emails, and pho- phone. Pho- was yeah. pho- was phone if that was iPhone. came from
1: when I used the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which Good. Is, uh, yeah, and I just you demommed. You know, I demommed, and uh, you know, and if you know whatever the bar closes, that's horrible. But I'm not going to let that get in the way of. Why don't me. you switch
2: to scent from Mahalo balls? <laughs> Mahalo, people will think you're Hawaiian. Hence uh, the term. That's, I'm sorry about your bar closing. When do you find out? Uh, any day now. I mean, it's potentially. You're just going to hit the ground running.
1: Yeah. I know a lot of people, so I think I'll be okay. I think I'll have something. But it's—I've been there. What for, does that mean?
2: You know a lot of people. You I know get a, a lot job, of, or you borrow a lot of money.
1: I'll, I'll probably borrow a lot of money. Yeah, why not? I'm just gonna start with Adam McKay and work my way down. How's he doing? He's in New Orleans shooting a fancy movie, with
2: Brad Pitt. Yeah, how, how's his physical?
1: I think he's doing well. I think he's doing well. He's, I've only met
2: him a couple of times. <laughs> I really love the guy. I yeah, just, I think he's just such a funny man.
1: He's one of the sharpest people I've ever like. I don't on top of like. Constantly being busy, I'm like, how do you have the time to absorb all this endless like information? Like he's always like writing these long pieces. Where about does he write them? Uh, s- sometimes in Huffington Post. Mm. Often in just on the internet, just like blurbs he'll post on Facebook or
2: Twitter. Wait, wait, another, I'm, I Christ, I gotta get on this whole Facebook train. I it's, was on it and off it.
1: It's a, I think it's an okay thing to avoid.
2: <clears throat> I think overall it's but, but kind but if of you're trying, unhealthy. But if you're trying to pimp a book, you know, you should probably do it. But
1: are you but. Somebody has a page for Somebody you. Somebody has a
2: fan page, but it, like, stopped being up. They're still, like, promoting events that, like, bombed five, six years ago, you know. See, you can have a fan
1: page or a public page because you're a public figure. I'm huge. Huge. Yeah. Well, you would, you are huge.
2: You don't- I'm big in France. <laughs> My books really sell well in France. get a lot of reviews in France. Fr- I Le Monde love me. Thank
1: you. I would much rather be big in France.
2: Not me. I mean, I love France, but, you know, I wouldn't mind... Uh,
1: how often do you get to go there to hawk your books?
2: Uh, every time one comes out. So this you, this one, I don't know. This is a different vibe. So I don't know. My publisher is a kind of a noir publisher, which is a huge ass thing in France. So I don't know that OG Dad. I'm gonna meet them when I when I gotta when I'm over there in a couple of weeks. I'm gonna pop over.
1: Is this book? Is this the book that you forgot was coming out the first time I?
2: <clears throat> I.
1: Uh, or not forgot, but. Uh,
2: I I may have not realized that it was being assembled. I think it's because I had to write a bunch of shit that I kept putting off, so I sort of blocked it out because I wrote a bunch of new essays for it at the end because in the first chunk of it is about having a newborn and actually just being about to have a newborn.
1: And uh in
2: the and the last chunk is, you know, having a 2-year-old.
1: That is uh uh, yeah, thanks I've for been, reading it ahead of
2: time and doing the prep <laughs> I really appreciate that you're a I, pro
1: well I got the book uh, 20 25 minutes ago so yeah I, I'm not that fast of a reader I'm working on it
2: well yeah
1: I uh, I finally did break my I was reading nothing but Chicago authors and I was like alright I need to
2: who are you reading Nelson Algren and
1: Studs Terkel and I read a Rick Kogan book I don't know if you know Rick Kogan mm-hmm. <clears throat> all about the history of this one famous tavern in Chicago mhm but I was like, this is unhealthy. I'm not living in, I was like sort of fantasized, fake living in Chicago, like mm-hmm. romanticizing that. And I was like, that's, f- you know. I'm not, You should I'm interview not being...
2: the director I worked with a couple times, Philip Kaufman.
1: I emailed him. You get, you oh, that's why he'd want to do it. Uh, he said he was busy at the time. He was actually very friendly. and he said, But he
2: loves Chicago. He's a real Chicago guy. Like yeah, he so. said to
1: say hello to Chicago. And I was like, I'm in Los Angeles, but I'll say hello anyway but i emailed him actually this morning because he told me to follow up with him a few months later so good. i did i yeah. he is yet
2: to fascinating just amazingly great storyteller and been all over the world in all kind of crazy ass situations
1: yeah he uh, and he dealt. his first film was a lot of second city people
2: it was like an independent that's right yeah goldstein
1: so i'm interested i would love
2: <clears throat> to talk to him about and he's a good friend of nelson
1: nelson algren was in that film actually oh that's right that's right cuz they show yeah. Uh, there's a documentary about Nelson Algren coming up, which I got the oh, great really? fortune to see, yeah. and he, Phil Kaufman, is in it, and they show clips of that. Can I call him Phil Kaufman? That sounded like I already met him.
2: I, I think that's probably his name.
1: <laughs> You're
2: right. It is his name. I mean,
1: you know. Do you uh, are you excited about this? I'm over the moon. <laughs> I feel I've been writing about uh, not daily, but most days about the neuroses and the fear that I've been going through. But then Tell I think, me
2: what, what's it encapsulated? What's what's going on with you? What is your big dread?
1: Well, I mean, at first it was it took a few days to process because Kelly told me I went to work like I didn't have any time to think about it. So it was Friday, Saturday, and I was like, I was just in uh, and then Sunday came and I think we both were emotionally exhausted by it. And then there was just, like, those initial fears of, like, oh, man, you know, life is shifting. Life is going to be something completely different. And you're losing your job, which sucks. I found that out, like, a week, mm. almost a week exactly after. That um, that was really... So that kind of, like, we were in really happy mode. And it's, like, at the bar, I do well. I have a lot of free time. So I was, like, this is perfect. Like, I'll get to spend a lot of time with my child. And, you know, Kelly won't be... You know, I can take care of her, her at the
2: bar. Like, yeah. Well, you know, if, if God forbid... The bottom falls out financially. You can do what they do. You know, a lot of European countries, you see, when they have little babies, they'll twist their arms or their fingers. <laughs> and then they will stand on a corner with their little, like, broken-winged tots. And, yeah. and, you know, you can, you can make some bank.
1: Yeah, you know, if we clean up. Because a lot of times you see people with children, but they don't look, they look sketchy. If we make present. We I mean, need to fuck
2: them up. Oh, mean, fuck up the if kid. You're, if you're going to make some money, yeah.
1: But I don't want to look too like I don't want to look like I'm uh you know, that I'm I've got a meth habit or something. I wanna look like I'm like um,
2: you wanna be well dressed, clean. What are you gonna put on your sign?
1: Uh that's a good question.
2: I don't want to put you on the spot. <laughs> I'm just trying to you know, I just wanna play the bicycle thief element. A f- oh, really? You know, d- yeah, the pay throw. Explain play that the pay for pay people th- who haven't been to a Criterion <laughs> collection lately.
1: That I was thinking about rewatching that book, but I think like the uh, uh, why do, why do I keep saying book? Because I'm obsessed because with this I make new you, book of yours.
2: Because I make you nervous. <laughs> you you do. Uh, why wh- why do I, I really? You don't. No what? no. I get you know, that them. is a very festive checked shirt. Thank you. I it's like that. J Crew Factory. J Crew Fat Drape. Fat Fat Drape.
1: That's their. No J, their J. Crew b- what? Factory. It's their cheapo uh, website where you can get things for like you know because J Crew's expensive but they have. I, I don't you know I'm you know. Do you know, do the j crew i don't either because i
2: it's i you know i should probably step it up it's out of my crazy.
1: but my wedding suit was a j crew suit
2: you got married in a suit
1: i got married well third, it was her second my third wedding marriage
2: and where are all the ex-spouses what are they up to i don't hers are, are you friendly with your exes are they alive
1: uh no are they, not. one i've uh one's passed on no, I've one no. I've wished that upon, though. Well, The first one, I have no idea. I know she's somewhere in Washington uh, teaching yoga,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which sure. was not very much in her character. Landed she, on her feet? Landed That's on her feet. yeah, she, uh, On her hands, depending. <clears throat> and then the other one is a folk musician who is really cr- just not a stable person and who keeps trying to come back into my life in some form. Uh-oh. So I... I've told her... Baby killer?
2: Potential baby killer? Maybe, potentially. I mean, does she know where you live?
1: No. No. Okay. But I had to block her on every possible social media.
2: How long has it been?
1: Since the last time she tried to get in touch with me, maybe about a year. She liked a tweet about a, a guest I had. After I told her, please leave me the fuck alone. Like fucking leave me So alone.
2: if someone, yeah, the is you know they can do. Is that tweeting is wide open? They'll just suddenly follow you and make a comment or.
1: Uh, that's the see, see. That's the it's like that's why I don't like. That's kind of why I don't
2: do Facebook because people just showed up, and it was disturbing. Yeah, I there's a couple. I'll, I'll just leave it at that.
1: Yeah, there's a and there's a an, restraining order. <laughs> Did, uh, no. We'll leave it at that. We'll back off. I've had old roommates who maybe be might be a little off that will repeatedly come like or post
2: things. Or is room- is a roommate code for X or is that a separate thing? Well, we
1: did sleep together, but that was just we were roommates and monkeys. Sometimes people things happen.
2: I don't know. I'm not a roommate guy. It's been a long time since I've had a roommate.
1: Yeah, this was 1997, so
2: I haven't. Had I one. have no idea how old you are. Are you in your 30s? or are 40. 46. 46? I'm 46. Good for you. So you're almost an OG dad. You're almost an old guy dad. I am.
1: I am. That's what I was... I was like, wow, when my kid can have... Legally have its first beer, I may not be here.
2: Yeah, he, you won't be here. <laughs> Shit, man. I am going to be that guy in a walker on fucking, you know, PTA night when she's in like third grade or something.
1: You're going to... You're. Gonna, Jerry Stahl's going to be a solid individual, I think, for years to come. You have that... That, that thing... Kachas, kachas. What is kachos?
2: Kachas. I'm guessing it's Yiddish. It's, it's Yiddish. I have to... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that, but thank you for saying that. People uh, say
1: that about me, and I, I oh, feel you've, the you've, same. You
2: radiate life force. You do. No, really. You walk in a house and plants turn in your direction. Seriously. My dog's got all like, ooh.
1: <laughs> wow.
2: Here is a man.
1: Yeah, well...
2: Yeah, and you know what you you own those bicycle shorts. Thank but you. that might be why your your balls were hollowing out. That's it. You know, too the, much pressure. The, the, too t- much. Well, that tight kind of rubberized material you fancy in the hot weather. Yeah, it's just. I mean, I like the logos on it.
1: I don't even own a bicycle, but I just there's a thing like I got look. for the
2: shorts. Yeah, it's, it's the push up bra. Yeah, and those. It's, it's s- the male push up bra.
1: Those small like bicycle hats too. I like those. The yeah, l- sure. And yeah, and painter caps, Pain- paper, paper, paint.
2: <laughs> can't even say that you're going to have fun with a kid <laughs> so uh, are, are you already looking into colleges
1: yeah we're looking into colleges community colleges is what I'm thinking I don't yeah. want the kid to get it no, uh, you don't, know, don't no big to, future no snootiness yeah
2: boy C- girl you're going to find out or are you going to just win I, we're going to find out what are you thinking what's your, I what's
1: think your pref um, I'm hoping for a transgender because that's really trendy well, right that now that can be arranged yeah
2: <laughs> so maybe like a that's uh, just a little snip here a little snip there yeah. a couple injections
1: girl for the first part and then, uh, boy, when it' cause, uh, you know the teen years with a daughter, terrif- that that concept terrifies hmm. me. Doesn't that scare you? Men are awful. We know this. Well, most men.
2: Uh, I always thought, you know, what would you want for your daughter? I think I would just love her to be a happy, well-adjusted lesbian. But <laughs> she seems happy and well-adjusted. In and, you know, Oh, three three l- of your daughters uh are you throwing me a gang sign no, i have two, i have two daughters and a do you oh is that it or do you have a son nope why did i think
1: you had three children
2: because you don't read the promo material <laughs> and you don't really care about your guests and you're a little self obsessed and like, i understand you have you have a baby in the mail come on I got a baby in the mail i've no, no. i i'm lucky like, i have a, like a, a a wildly just a pretty well adjusted uh happy you know cool ass 26-year-old today, which is amazing.
1: What does she do? What is her
2: life and Right now, she is working at Bad Robot, J.J. J. Abrams' company. Oh, wow. Getting her feet in the door. and uh, She wants to be in the biz? Very talented actress and writer, and we'll oh, see nice. how it all shakes down. That is uh, impressive. As long
1: as my kids, you know... It <laughs> Showbiz, uh, showbiz is—I don't know. Like I often wish, I'm like, man, I wish I would something. Do you else consider there.
2: yourself a showbiz person?
1: Ooh, no,
2: But, <laughs> but I mean, I, are, you, are you still touring? Weren't you, you were opening for something. Uh, David
1: Kechner, I was. I, that he that is he's in New Zealand now, shooting a film for a while.
2: He blew you off. I didn't didn't take you with him.
1: Yeah, he didn't take me to shoot that f- film. Mm. Kr- Kr- Krampus, I think it's called. It's about the original form of Santa Claus, who was actually evil and ate mm-hmm. people. Krampus. Krampus. Uh, yeah. Good title. <laughs> Just invites you in. Krampus. That time of the month. Anything that, yeah, throws in cramps and... And, and pus. And pus. Mm. Yeah. Well, and and yeah. it's a family film.
2: Of course it is. Yeah. Well, those are family things.
1: Yeah. I think I want a daughter, though, but I feel we're going to have a son. I kind of feel... What's cool. Kelly want? I th- she says she's fine with... They Does she always like say-
2: you talking about her on the podcast?
1: Uh, I haven't revealing intimate
2: details of your.
1: I haven't talked about her a lot. I have. So I talk about her life a little bit, but not not the child. No one knows. Like the child isn't public. So this will be the.
2: Wow, I remember out. when I talked to my late mother and I said, uh, "Oh, it looks like uh, we're gonna have a baby," and she said, "Oh, you're gonna adopt," <laughs> because there's an emasculation factor, which is I'm trying to describe that I grew up with. That was literally what she said, and I just remember thinking, "Wow, that is, uh, I am a lucky, lucky man."
1: Yeah, see, I feel that way like a lot about my like. I've really, I I'm gonna go. We're gonna go home in July, and her dad's throwing us a party for the wedding. Like the hey, you know, because we did it in San Francisco, and I'm debating on whether I invite my mother. And I'm also 99% sure it's probably gonna be the last time I see my mother in person.
2: Because they're sending her away for a while. What <laughs> I happened? Could, I just, no. just don't. Uh, you don't think she's gonna make it?
1: I, I, we, I don't. Uh, it wasn't. No, that, a good, it's was not my, a good
2: relationship. That was my situation
1: too. Yeah. And I just, I feel like,
2: let it go. You
1: know. I don't.
2: Maybe in the next life.
1: Yeah, I don't feel like there's a need for it. Like I, it's an unhealthy. She's,
2: hasn't. There had, she was a terrible mother. She wasn't a good mother. And yet, on all your emails, you said sent by my mommy. <laughs> Let's talk about the connection there. Terrible mother, no relationship. Sent by my mommy on every communication from you for years. I really,
1: I've. Rec- Let's talk about <laughs> um, what's 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 that about? I'm not sure. It was just
2: a. Uh, I thought maybe it would be uh, humorous. I believe, I it, to uh, to yeah. invoke this figure who is essentially crippled and taken up residence inside your head, with snippers, yes, and, and a and mocking the, glance. A lot of conflict, a lot of guilt and conflict with my. Uh, well, keep it fresh. Put it in every email. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't have a little picture of her. See,
1: this is why I don't have to go to therapy. I, can get, I get to see you every couple months.
2: Well, I've uh, never considered myself therapeutically efficient with, with people, but if you find it's helpful. It, you know. it,
1: it is helpful. I do, you know, there probably is that much insanity behind the choice of... I don't know. The,
2: it's insane, but it's telling, perhaps, is the word Telling. are thinking about. She, yeah. A little sad.
1: Not a protective mother. And, but, no? no it didn't well, really, didn't seem what, what to want you?
2: What were you not protected from?
1: Oh, m- my father's uh, backhand and. Uh, you
2: got beat a lot, right?
1: I got beat. I had a teacher, second grade teacher who was beating the students openly in the classroom. Not beating, but like would hit. And uh, I, hey, you
2: know, it's yeah, the Midwest.
1: Yeah, it's the Midwest. But I was like, I told my mom about it thinking like, hey, parents should know about this. This student or this teacher is abusing the students. And my mom didn't believe me. And I would like shake before I, would, I was so f- afraid I'd shake before I'd go to school. And she,
2: so your father's beatings didn't make the ones from your teacher any more endurable. <laughs> you but
1: think it would be like you know, boot camp or something, but
2: well, I, I don't know, you know, what kind of
1: yeah. And my mom didn't do anything to stop him, she didn't stop it, you know. It was so, just, and she knowing didn't your see... mom didn't
2: stop your dad, what made you think she would give a fuck if that somebody else was beating you? I, I guess, I, I there, mean, that's the role
1: she's supposed to play, sure. Yeah,
2: what did she do when you told her just laugh?
1: Uh, she, I don't really remember what she did, but slapped she slapped you. I've asked her years later about it, and she she didn't slap me. She never. So
2: what did she, she say did, when you asked her?
1: I uh, she uh, she was like, "Oh, I didn't believe you." She's she's oh, like, "You have a vivid fair answer. enough." Yeah, I was like, and I was like, "Well, good thing the janitor wasn't
2: fucking me because that would have been a lot worse." Again. Again. Yeah. Well. Um, what, she just, casual reference or did she's just some, very? Did you have some janitor? It was did a catch. you have a Jerry Sandusky situation? I did
1: not have a Sandusky. We had a Sandusky in the neighborhood, but he didn't get me. Mm. Not for lack of trying.
2: Handsome me. You were a tasty morsel <laughs> back in the day. Let's not get ourselves. You were a catch. But, uh, I mean, you started with the bicycle pants early. You tease. Oh, yeah. There's a reason yeah. I wear them. Yeah. But yeah.
1: then I had a bike. Yes. And bike seats seem to me to be have been created by a, an ass freak because they. I've it's never. Like, it's like a display. I
2: have to confess, I've never learned how to ride a bike. That's the kind of childhood I had. I never had one. Wow. Never learned how to. And you know, every once in a while, I, th- I mean, it was horrifying teaching my daughter like running in around Hollywood, Lake Hollywood, like trotting after her pathetically while she was taking off on her little training wheels. And I was like, <laughs> Did you regret that? Not oh, like, yeah. Fuck! I'd love to be able to ride a bike. You kidding me? Is it? I'm all. You know what are you gonna come on? Too late. Like, we get you. We'll
1: start with the training wheels. And we'll I, just you know
2: what? Off. I I just don't think I have the. Uh,
1: the agility what it takes balance I um, did, have you ever tried or you just tried like a few times
2: that? but you know I mean I tried once in rehab many years ago in Arizona it's part of the let's get Jerry on a bike and maybe he'll stay off heroin and crack
1: <laughs> I just would like, you know and we could, it could be like that sequence in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid and B.J. Thomas music will play
2: B.J. Thomas yeah was he a Chicago guy I
1: think he might have been I have no idea uh,
2: what did, part of me wants
1: to think, say he's Canadian?
2: I want to say that too.
1: Well, we'll both. Just to just say think. he's Canadian. Yeah, I only because the guy who owned Second City, I think, had enough. Oh no, that was Gordon Lightfoot. And that doesn't different story. But had you're an,
2: falling apart. <laughs> you're
1: just fucking falling apart my before my, is, my eyes. Brain got Kelly's kind of like falling apart too. She's. It's, got,
2: it's a terrifying thing. There's you're a, losing your job. You're about to have a child. You're forty-six. Yeah. What's gonna yeah, that's happen? the
1: other thing. It's like bartending. It's like if you walk young into a... Game. Young man's game. Yeah, mostly a young hot woman's game and... A, and you mean... Or the, all these specialty cocktails. And I'm a So our
2: bartenders... I haven't been in that many bars of late. It's now young women who are bartending? The
1: bars tend to hire because they think that, that attracts... Uh, which it does. It attracts creepy guys who want to you know, stare at them and be creepy. So
2: what was the rationale for hiring you?
1: Uh, I have friends the with bicycle the, pants. Oh, bicycle your, the friends bicycle with, pants. your friends with the owner. <laughs> My friends own the bar. It's down. Where's it
2: near the Last Bookstore? Where's it, it
1: is? It's a, about a, two blocks from it. Fourth, between Spring and Main, and Last Bookstore is at Fifth and Spring, which yeah. is by f- I, I. love <laughs> it.
2: I'm g- I'm going to be doing a little event there. Are before. you? I'm interviewing a friend of mine who has a book coming out. Jonathan Shaw. What is the book? It's called Narcissa. It's an amazing, amazing novel. When does that come out? It's already. It already came out. It came out years ago, and then they reissued it. And, yeah, it uh, sounds familiar. It's on Johnny Depp's imprint. If so I may drop a name that, for someone, in someone else's behalf, uh, at HarperCollins. Yeah, it's a great book. So May Fourth, I'll be interviewing him. I guess on stage is J- Johnny Depp going to be there? I have no fucking idea. Well, I did, but it's a great space. I, Marin and I did an event there once, and it was just, it was just hysterical. It was that's great. that
1: place is so great. I'm like, oh, I love it. I yeah. worry that it, it's with the the way downtown is progressing that it's going to lose because it, it's a
2: gigantic fucking space for a bookstore. It's an old bank, yeah,
1: but it's like. That's what abused books... That's what a bookstore should be, and those are dying, and it breaks my
2: fucking heart. They're not heart. dying as much as you think. I mean, all the, actually, all the chains are fucking dying. Good, they should go. Well, you know, whatever. People can't hang in... But
1: there was that uh, bookstore in Pasadena on Colorado that was... Romans? No, but... Uh, a kind of catty corner to that. Oh, on the same Barnes st- Noble. Uh, no, it was a used orders? bookstore. It was called like Ernie's. Oh, that one. I
2: love that guy's story. yeah. Yeah, that went out of they business. They sort of closed, and yeah. But independent bookstores, are, they're hanging in. They have to. A bit.
1: And uh, the old Powell's up there in Portland.
2: Powell's, yeah. That's so big, we can like see it from here.
1: But I, a lot of the stores in Chicago, independent, as far as I'm aware, have closed, and that bums me out.
2: It's the world we live in, but you know, maybe you're going to have some time on your hands. Maybe you should think about... <laughs> Getting a bookstore. I have so it's many books. Before. I've been trying to give away. I I just what I do is I go to the library and then I donate them, and they give you a tax form.
1: Oh, that's a can, great idea. There's yeah. a Goodwill bookstore in Pasadena too. That's all books. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you could,
2: a lot of Jackie Collins in the Goodwill stores. Oh, I found. love the
1: Jackie. See, that's where I go to get my Jackie Collins and my and the the record bins always have just Hawaiian stuff.
2: Nice or well, classical. You I've already heard. said Mahalo, so. Mahalo balls. You're on that Hawaiian tip.
1: Did you, like, when you were a father? It's just kind of a, you learn it as you go, right? <clears throat> think about you're being
2: just... a father? It's not really when you were a father. You're pretty much, you're in. You're in for the ride. It's not like, you know, I was a father for a while. And then I said, you know what? Not for me. Yeah, I'm going to get into horses for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, when I was a father, yes. <laughs> Did, didn't mean to interrupt.
1: No, but I mean, it's just, you... But, it's you learn as you go, right? You just there's nothing. That's no, I know everything. No, you know, you, don't you know no shit. Th- yeah,
2: you just. Uh, I've you never know, my, changed. I, the I have a very theory. You know, my my theory of child chowdering is just fuck them up the opposite of the way you were fucked up. That's what you are aim for, and maybe you'll land in the middle. That's that's a good advice. That's my. I don't. I'm not an advice guy. That is my experience. That's your experience. Yeah, um, yeah. You don't know. It's uh, fairly terrifying. A lot of people don't realize. Not just the shit. The world of little physical, literal. but the screaming, wow! And yeah. the best is in the car, or in public, so that people think you're like sticking tins in your child, you know, because people people don't know,
1: you know. That's what I was when we were up in San Francisco. I kept pointing, to, like any
2: time we'd hear babies screaming. See, now you're you're hyper aware of children, right? And we are suddenly really hyper. You're in the club. You're in the great equalizing humanitarian, you know, cult of people with kids. Now you're going to be part of the human race. Yeah, I
1: used, to, I used to have a manager who would say that. She's like, oh, you should have kids. And I was just like, oh, you just want to, like, bec- it's like you feel like- loves companies. That yeah, that's thinking, how you know? I viewed it. And I was like, sure. Now, I mean. I'm-, I'm
2: not one of those people who say that. I mean, you know, for a lot of people, it's just yuppie pets. <laughs> it's true. You know, or might, accessories. Might as well get a corgi. Yeah. Or a purse puppy.
1: I've seen people dress their kids up like really hip and fashion. I'm like, fucking, just let the kid wear a Spider Man shirt for Christ's sakes.
2: Like, which let it which be could free. be ironically trendy depending. That is true. On, yeah. Um it's it's kind of revolting the amount of money that you can spend on kitty clothes if you're creeped you know, if you're so inclined. But I uh I just let them wear rags. I've I just let my children wear rags. Literal rags, you are just are literal Ta- tape them. Tape towels. For... Just towels. Just tape them onto the kid? Just put a head, you know, hole for the head, throw it on there, and send them out into the world with a diaper. Yeah, that's and fun. A nappy and sandals.
1: Do you let your kids run around, like, at the beach naked and stuff? I see, we were at the beach the we're other big day. big
2: beachers, but, yeah, I mean, kids love to run around. You know, who cares? Yeah, no one cares. Well, you know who cares? That creepy guy who won't stop staring. <laughs> that guy cares. <laughs> I mean, I have had issues over the years, because, you know, you're very beautiful young self like daughter and and there'll be like that one guy who's like just like fucking eyeing her in an aggressive way, and you just want to pound his face into the fucking concrete but you don't yeah that, and that's or maybe you don't
1: <laughs> <laughs> but those kind of fears like just the, the every does that like i'm like fuck am i gonna gonna constantly be like oh well, it's
2: cool. a world of dread you will be entering there's just this no, this sh- especially now. I mean, if you read the intro to that book, uh, just read the first sentence. It'll tell you what you're in for. Um, just the first sentence of the intro, if you'd like.
1: Oh, you got a Chris- Christopher Hitchens quote. Uh, when I imagine the future, I see my daughter clawing her way across a blistered landscape, gasping for water, grubbing, f- grubbing for cancer s- scraps, <laughs> while struggling to endure five more minutes in some world stripped of sustenance sustenance by the greed and the idiocy of the generation that raped it from the bone
2: before hers ever had a chance or to the bone but either way i like your reading style i'm so glad i gave it to you to read that is going to fly off the shelves would you do the book on tape for me wow i i I should explain that it's in braille and that's Uh, what threw you not to brag
1: i i did have a cold reading class in chicago circa 96 No, i had no
2: idea i i just thought i would Get the book out there because it it applied to what we were talking about, and uh, (laughs) and then I just saw you, just crack a sweat and stumble, and uh, I got
1: really scared there was going to be words I
2: didn't know. I know you're like John Peters, functionally illiterate. Yeah, Barbara Streisand's old husband. Uh, Was he functionally illiterate? Yeah, he couldn't read, that too. Anyway, it's 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 about the horror of like bringing a kid into the world now, and like we're going to run out of water in 11 years.
1: That's just, I always say that you know, the one thing that's going to be well-timed in my life is I'll die before we run out of natural resources.
2: Well, which is fucking okay, but think about the kid who's now oh, going to be know. plunged into it. It's just a terrifying thought. Well, especially
1: with the, and it, and granted it was an opinion piece, but the, in the LA Times a few weeks ago, there was a piece about like, we'll run out of, LA's running out of water. Right a year. It, and it's yeah. like,
2: fuck. Like you know what's even creepier is Nestle's, of all people.
1: fucking prick, son of a bitch.
2: They're buying up all the aquifers all over America. So they will, it's, it's like, it's now going to be what, what black gold was. It's like clear gold. Can we
1: murder that guy? Like that's a guy who should be it's assassinated. It's not a guy. It's a conglomerate. It's Con- a
2: company. We, I know the corporations pra- the pra- are people and everything, but that's true. they're buying all the water. So eventually that's, what's going to be the, la- the next frontier of shit. You don't have enough money to pay for. And are going to die without,
1: but they can, they, uh, but they can't purchase like Lake Michigan, can they? Because the Midwest has so many lakes, it's actually. It I think you holds. should move now. It's not a bad. I mean, I don't.
2: Especially because you know that water is fresh and pure. <laughs> but it's. Remember you know, when the Cuyahoga Lake in Cleveland was on fire? That's how I the EPA remember. got started.
1: And uh, Lake Erie was pretty fucked mm-hmm. for a while.
2: Not to mention Love Canal, not far from there. Yeah.
1: But I know Lake, Lake Chicago gets all its water from Lake Michigan. Mm hmm. As does I think that, but the the I think the Great Lakes are responsible for a good portion. Do the Great Lake Motion again. the Great Lake? Wow, I like that.
2: No wonder the ladies like you. Look at that gesture. Wow. Oh, yeah. you know, the I've Lakes. got a few things that I do got well. Some moves. So when do you find out if you're jobless and expecting?
1: Any any day.
2: I should. Well, you are. You must be stressed to the fucking nostrils. Well, it's, it's also hard because
1: uh, because Kelly's going through Uh-oh. hormonal stuff. Yeah. So I kind of choose to keep it to myself because I don't want to I don't need to cause it. what I'm, I would I, recommend I is
2: absorb it man up and have it come out sideways like I won't complain I won't, you know, I'll just drive into a telephone pole yeah you know, <laughs> I well we've while absorbing to... and manning up
1: yeah I'm just uh, as long as my skin doesn't break out and like Are you it, a psoriasis it... victim psoriasis and uh, some other stuff
2: but I you know there's Are some you prone to carbuncles
1: what's carbuncles
2: big old like a when what's a when <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like a, a heinous. Uh, I actually have a spider bite right here. It looks kind of like a oh mini like a blistery carbuckle. thing. Oh it's the yeah, big old yeah. I, I got get bit, those. I got bit by a spider.
1: Oh, I had a spider bite on my leg the other day. That was quite terrifying. What if it was the
2: same spider?
1: Maybe, this... maybe he's trying to keep us from getting so together.
2: So what what uh, what are you gonna do, man?
1: Uh, job wise, I'm just throwing a wide net. I've reached out to everybody I know.
2: I mean, are you performing? You know, you know all these major players like Adam McKay great guy I mean are you writing screenplays and throwing I your hat in the ring I have two
1: screenplays I'm look at hopefully you go. about to finish look well look one you go. one is about to finish the other's probably
2: what's it about what's it, it
1: called I, I don't have titles okay because,
2: uh, you know uh, Raymond Carver once said you know uh, start with the title no he said the story is the house the title is the roof
1: uh yeah, I actually, one is sort of an a action comedy, but it's social commentary about, uh, about working class issues. So hopefully that's funny. But that's probably Sounds
2: funny, the <laughs> way you describe it. There's
1: a reason I don't do the pitches. Yes. I let other people do that. Well,
2: if you don't have to pitch if you've wrote the goddamn thing. That's true. Are you getting some of your celebrity friends attached to be in it? Or direct? Are you uh, director?
1: We wrote it for, a, one of the guys we wrote it for is Kyle Kinane. I don't know if you know him. And who's we? Uh, Neil Mahoney. Oh. Do you know Neil Mahoney? No. Friends, he, oh. <laughs> he's, friends with, uh, he's good friends with Jonah Ray. Ah. And he does a lot of uh, love Jonah Ray. directing and editing. Jonah bought a house recently.
2: I, I seem to know that.
1: I love Jonah too. The reason I'm here is because of Jonah Ray.
2: Jonah, uh, when we were, the Marin season that we just finished, there was an episode where Jonah came to visit the set because there was a guy playing Jonah. Oh really? Yeah, it was pretty funny. Did you write that or didn't write that one? I wrote three of them, but not that one.
1: Somewhere I saw the pictures. It must have been from Jonah. I saw the pictures of the guys playing. Yeah, he him looks just like him.
2: It's hysterical. It's really it was funny. A meltdown.
1: Jonah's funny. He did a pilot recently that is was didn't get picked up, but they're shopping it elsewhere. But it was fucking was he hilarious. Was it he wrote it? It was his. He wrote it. It was all like a kind of an Anthony Bourdain, but mm-hmm. like all fake, like they went mm-hmm. to New Orleans and shot this travel show and it was hilarious. Oh, like a fake travel show? Yeah, which I was like, why hasn't someone shot, thought of shot
2: that? Shot on, uh, on the fly or it was scripted?
1: It was scripted, but I think mm-hmm. it was a lot of discover things while you're there. And it mm-hmm. was really fucking funny. If somebody doesn't pick it up, they're insane. It's tough out there. Do you know Bourdain?
2: Yes, I do. I've done his show twice.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. When did you do his show?
2: A I love ago, Bourdain. Back when it was no reservations. I... God, I had to. I I've, was. Uh, we did Musso and Franks, and then we did Roscoe's House of Chicken and Waffles. Oh, I
1: did see that.
2: And because uh, he
1: didn't like Roscoe's. I didn't. He didn't. He wasn't crazy about it.
2: Yeah, he's a he's a hysterically funny guy, and uh, it's great what's happened to him. You know, he's he's one of those guys you just love. Actually, there's a blurb on there from. Anthony. Oh, really? I'm sure. A, I'm you want to th- try and cold read it? Good. <laughs> cold read it. It's only one sentence. Come Soon,
1: on. my phone's going to say, say sent by Jerry Stahl.
2: Give it a shot, man. It's on the back. On the back. All right.
1: Um, take a breath. Thank you. See, maybe I just needed some... Uh...
2: You, just take it. you need a little me time. Oh, Na-
1: Natasha Leone, She's a friend of mine. She's the best. Yeah, I was F- palsies with her in New York.
2: Oh, palsies. Palsies. I love baby talk. <laughs> You're getting ready. You're already oh. talking baby talk.
1: <laughs> Jerry Stahl should either get the Pulitzer Prize or, or be shot down in the street like a dog. How was is that? Is that better?
2: I think that's exactly how Bourdain would have pronounced it. Very good, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for you know, doing some big pimping how, on behalf of this book.
1: How do you know Natasha? Uh,
2: I don't know. She looked me up once, wanted to do something, whatever. I don't know. I, I just think she's so fucking funny.
1: She's hilarious. She
2: was. She's so funny. And, you know, obviously we had the same hobbies. And I think, you know, survivors of a certain type sometimes seek out others. Who they can relate to if that's not too cryptic. Heroin abuse.
1: Yeah, no, she's I, she's so open I gotta, about that, isn't she? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. She's I, the best, I was friends with her before, and then I uh, she had her dark period, and I and then I moved here.
2: Yeah, she went through some serious shit physically and every other way.
1: Yeah, but she's been, like having things are going quite no, it's well great. for her. Yeah, and well deserved because she's fucking talented as shit.
2: Yeah, you know it's always so good to say that when you're professionally dying yourself (laughs) your friends are doing great and you mention them you always want to say and God bless them and you know well deserved because I'm dying here but you know what I'm glad they're surviving and doing well I
1: think I'm professionally still in the incubator
2: like I'm struggling by my mommy (laughs) this you gotta get off you gotta get off the womb dime man you get off the schneid there
1: uh oh. I, well, the uh, shell is. Do you have anything you could say to me about fatherhood before we part
2: ways? Yes, but, <laughs> I do. I have. I have some observations about. I just you wrote, wrote the, a book about fatherhood, book. but I. I think what you need to do is uh, realize that no matter what you do to fuck them up, they're kind of pre fucked. So you can just relax. Yeah, that's good. Call me a cockeyed optimist, but you just can't worry too much. I mean the first time you see them just oh roll off a sofa and land on their head and you're thinking soft spot they survive there you know, you know. They're, they're tough little bastards
1: and when does uh og Dad come out weird shit happens when you don't die young
2: you are a reading fool <laughs>
0: You got See, me
1: going I, d- I
2: didn't realize that English was a second language, so I I feel bad now. You know, I, it's, on spot. it's amazing that you I... spoke when you were in Chicago. You spoke uh, was it Vietnamese. Polish or Ukrainian? Oh, Polish. Polish. Yeah, I'm Polish. a quarter Pole. I'll bet you are. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my, baby, I'm a quarter Pole. Uh, my yeah. mother's English skills are
1: terrible. It's amazing that I actually.
2: Well, she's she just was she from Poland?
1: No, just. Uh, her... I th- Her dad was a bit street, but he was a, he was a, he was not the serial or uh, the uh, hitman. He was who was the hitman though. That was my dad's dad.
2: Ironic. I mean, we've talked about this. Your father, your grandfather was a hitman, and your father hit himself. <laughs> right. Your father maybe, took yeah. himself out.
1: Maybe he got the maybe he got the contract.
2: Are, are you ever gonna are you going write about your, your grandfather? I mean, this is such rich turf.
1: I have. I've. I've.
2: Uh, I. I mean, you grew up. You have some badass lineage, for better or worse.
1: Yeah, I need to get a little bit more busy on that.
2: I I've, I think I... Yeah, start beating yourself up now about not being busy. <laughs> I've researched it a little bit, because my, my father... Was he in the papers? Uh, his grandfather? Yeah. Grandfather,
1: uh, either of them. They both actually worked for Chicago newspapers. That's because mm-hmm. my grandfather was the right-hand man to Colonel McCormick.
2: Colonel McCormick, yes.
1: Uh, so then he eventually, when he his services were no longer needed, he just went and worked for the Tribune and... I think so at a cushy desk was this job. Your
2: father or your grandfather?
1: That was my grandfather. My dad. So
2: your grandfather was a hitman and worked for the newspaper, or this is a different grandfather. Same,
1: f- same grandfather.
2: So his day job was newspaper, but his real work was wet work.
1: So yeah, he day. just did. I think he did a lot of McCormick's dirty work.
2: How many hits do you think he had?
1: Who knows? I don't know if the, he murdered a ton of people. I think once in a while he'd go muscle people and maybe get rid of them. Do you remember him? Yeah, he died when I was like five or six.
2: So this is where you get your sort of street tough. Burly exterior. Oh like, yeah, don't fuck around.
1: Yeah, you know not to fuck. My Man brothers enough are that.
2: to wear red J. Crew plaid. <laughs> <laughs> what would this color? This is not even a. I would say pink. It's pinkish. It's sort of nosebleed pinky red. You know, it's nice. Yeah, I uh,
1: work my, it. My brothers are all tough and can clock people. Or, you know.
2: What do they think of you?
1: Uh, one I don't talk to. Because he. Be I don't know by. what they think of me. I know my oldest brother loves me a lot. I know that for. Do they time. have kids? Yeah, there's. I have. I'm a great uncle. That's so how have, my you're kids have there are. Cousins. These oh, there's kids, kids all over. the place. That's yeah, good. My oldest brother, his children. My oldest brother had kids when I was like five or six, so well, I was an uncle at five. So, the, but they're more like my. Yeah, of course. The weird thing is, is Kelly's friend is the reason we started dating. So now, Kelly's good friend, she is technically her friend's aunt.
2: That's interesting. Yeah, it's my, complex. Uh, what neighborhood are you in? A lot of kids in your hood? You're, oh, I, you're in Glendale?
1: Glendale. No. no, not a lot of kids in are my you, neighborhood.
2: Are you going to put them in a Glendale school system?
1: We w- were looking to move a little f- north. Where it might be Montrose.
2: Nice. Yeah. I like it over there. And the really rent is nice out there, yeah. Rent is more in our... Yeah, yeah. It's, that's, that, those are the places to be.
1: And that's where I, you know a
2: couple guys on, on Marin lived out there, and they really loved it.
1: I don't want to live where you... Well, yeah, I don't hear gunshots in my neighborhood, but there is some questionable...
2: Oh, we hear them here all the well, yeah, time but, yeah down the hill
1: it, it's down over there it gets a, but I, all my life i've lived in really rough neighborhoods i'm like and we were looking in highland park and i'm like
2: fuck highland park man it's just too gentrified now
1: yeah i don't want to live in i don't want to hear gunshots at least yeah you know know if, no, if, it's, if, it's if you neighbors. gotta like
2: sort of navigate between hipsters and gunshots unless somebody's shooting them i mean you don't want to I, I, I say i don't give a shit about it what does that even mean hipsters
1: that's true it's a very blurred statement these days Yeah, it's, but it's, in the old days Lenny Bruce times hipster meant hipster a whole different good, thing yeah. it was a good thing yeah I, I don't I, like I, I that had the, to not
2: use a blurb where. Uh, I just I just saw this on one of my old bl- one of my old books um, El- James Elroy says something in, you know Jerry Stahl's America's hipster barge and I, I can't use that now because hipster is so like devalued yeah I, that that's, bothers me it was a good word was a great word, yeah. I don't know what's replaced it. It's. I don't
1: know why. I don't know. There. I don't think there is. a...
2: That's an interesting. Well, it became a lifestyle choice.
1: It's. Uh, yeah. It's, you don't have to uh, have a personality or a point of view? You well, just cultivate I think a look. The
2: nature of lifestyle means that you're not blue collar because you know if you're blue collar, you're pretty much surviving. You know, like and it. it's not like a lifestyle choice. That's true. And I'm picking this up from you because you're the last person I know who still uses the word, the word blue collar. Really? Yeah. Oh, work, it's working, working class. Working man. Working man. Or disappearing middle class. Vanished. The, work, the working poor. Working poor. I mean, I think that's where it's at, right?
1: It is. It's getting.
2: That could be your title for your screenplay. Working poor. Yeah, that's I'm good. i just giving it to you. I don't even know what the fuck it's about. <laughs> I'll give it out there.
1: I'll, I'll uh,
2: well, hopefully it sells. That's all. Did you just say Heil Hitler? What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> Out of nowhere, there's like subliminal Heil Hitler.
1: Wouldn't that, that would be the worst thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> Heil Hitler, Jerry, He's gotta go. End of show.
2: All right. Thank you. Deutschland <laughs> über Alice. Okay.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. Thank
2: you. And good luck in fatherhood. Thank you. It's a very, very lucky baby on the way.
1: Oh yeah, man. I'll play this for the baby when it's 18. He's a wonderful speaking. Uh, Hi, thank you for listening to this episode It was, uh, like I said, it was great Jerry's hilarious, isn't he? And also now you know that I'm going to be a dad So feel a little bit more pressure To donate some money Or use that Amazon link Because it's very important that you do that Because I'm not going to have a job soon And I'm going to have a baby So help me out (laughs) Uh, And so that could keep this podcast live Thank you very much for listening I love you